0: What's
1: this Tao
0: all,
1: all about? You're listening to What's this Tao all about? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's This Tao All About? My name is Todd Perry, and with me is Sijo, the wonderful Dr. Carl Totten. Hello, everybody. And we are here in the uh, Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. And uh, before we get into today's show, in which we're going to discuss uh, my uh, burgeoning practice of meditation, we're going to talk a little more about yin and yang, and then we're going to get to Chapter 13 of the Tao Te Ching. And uh, before we start that, if you listen to the show, you can do us a favor by uh, rating the show on iTunes. So you can just pop on there, leave a review. Uh, That does wonders for us in terms of being ranked with the other shows. So if you dig the show, uh, we don't ask for anything from the audience, but, you know, give us a five-star review and uh, write something uh, you dig about the show or even a criticism. That's totally fine. Uh, Also... If you listen to the show and you're on Twitter, you can follow us. So we give show updates and quotes from the show, and uh, yeah, you can just follow us at What's This Dow? That's at What's This Dow. You could follow me, uh, Todd, at Todd A Perry. That's Todd with one. Uh, D, and also uh, if you if you you, know, you got an iPhone, you got you got any kind of a smartphone, which I'm sure you do. You can hear us on the Stitcher app. You download the Stitcher app for free, and you can stream us anywhere, anytime, as long as you have some kind of internet connection. So it's a great way just to hey, whenever you want to get your DAO on, or you're stressed at work, something's happening, you just want to hear the show, just to relax. Uh, throw us on right there. So um, see Joe. Uh, Since we did the show, I think it was show four, was on meditation. I've been uh, practicing meditation every morning. And now, uh, basically, here's how I do it. Now, you tell me. Uh, I I figured that it's kind of an undertaking to get to the point to where I'm waking up and I'm doing 20 solid minutes of meditation, having that focus, having that... I, I believe, as you were telling me, you have to develop the kind of streams in your mind or that focus or almost build up that muscle.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So I started uh, setting my, uh, I started at five minutes and I would set my iPhone down and I would put five minutes on timer and go to a quiet room and sit and pay attention to my breathing. And it's so funny because as you know, now I've been doing it, I don't know, gosh, what's it been? Probably every day for a month, five, five weeks. Excellent. Uh, I've, I've gotten up to seven minutes now. That I do in the morning, about at about you know seven thirty, and I've noticed the kind of grooves in the mind. I'm getting I'm getting better and better at kind of when I I pay attention to my breathing, and then when the nagging thoughts come in, the what am I doing later in the day? What's that noise? You know what's you know what's happening? I'm getting good at kind of almost like they say cloud breaking, right? Like taking that thought and just phew, kind of putting it away. I'm not always great. And the bad thing is, once I start kind of really, it's a weird thing to be sitting there doing nothing and being like I'm on a roll. But I think, right? But when I think maybe when you start meditating, you get that idea. Like if someone explained that to me before I would meditated, I wouldn't mm-hmm. get it. But uh, I'd be at a point where I would get the, almost this really good buzzing feeling in my body, mm. like oh, like almost feeling nourished by mm-hmm. the meditation. And once that started to feel good, I go. Oh, this is great. And then I'd lose it because I go, I got to tell somebody about this. Or no, oh, it's really working. Or I get excited or try to force it. And almost in doing it right, I would almost like lose my mental balance or, you know. It's what we call thinking too much. <laughs> yes. I would not think myself into thinking too much.
0: You know, have you ever gone surfing?
1: No, I'd, I'd love to, but no, I have not. Or, 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 out,
0: just, or out on the waves where you're just kind of floating, and, or yeah. even in a pool. Yeah. You know how after a while, you don't have to do anything, mm. but yet you're in the groove and you're just going along. You've seen surfers. Oh, yeah. And, and when they're really in the pocket, as they say, they can just go for on and on and on and on they're not doing anything but they're getting everything oh yeah definitely yeah and they don't have to try anymore yeah. you know but but before they get to that point you see them out there they're paddling they're trying to keep their balance they're trying not to fall right. or they fall and they get back up and then finally when they get just the right conditions you know they're internally they're in the right place externally the waves the wind the surf everything is just perfect you're in the flow Right, And it's in that flow, of course, is where we want to get you to. You want to kind of
1: disappear in that flow. Yes. right. But I guess in yes. the beginning, you're kind of like, you're watching a baby deer walk, right? And they get up, and their legs aren't right, and they're struggling, <laughs> and it's just a whole effort. <laughs> and and I, I think I'm still in that phase, but I notice getting better, uh, less. Uh, I can get to that, that kind of point more often where everything is just kind of shut off, and you kind yes. of... Almost disappeared. There's been a couple moments where I've been meditating and I felt like I've disappeared. I don't, is that a normal isn't, feeling?
0: It, isn't that wonderful? It's isn't we, that an amazing feeling?
1: It was almost like, you know, when you were. Where like, am I? Who am I? <laughs> yeah. Well, the moment, it was almost like time skipped. Right. I know, I
0: know. It's it's like when you're like when you're on the freeway and you're driving and you can drive for miles and not have a single thought. Yes. <laughs> well, the same thing happens in meditation. And by the way, I can give you a a little a fun little tool. Please. You know, when you start to notice that oh, I'm thinking about dinner or work or whatever, see that as an as something that is that you can do something by putting it in a bubble. See that thought, that idea, and put it in a bubble and just watch it in your mind float right up to the surface. And then what does the bubble do when it gets to the surface of water? Pop! (laughs) It just dissipates. And so every time you have an errant thought that's threatening to derail your surfing (laughs) and you're being in the flow, put it in a bubble and just let it go up and pop. Okay. And you can do that as often as you need to. And you're going to find that as you're sitting there watching your body, watching your mind, watching your breathing, that after a while, you're going to forget to do any
1: of those things. Yes. And that's when
0: you disappear. And at that moment, that's probably when meditation truly begins.
1: Right. So it's almost like I feel like I've stepped my foot in the door, Right. I haven't entered the room yet. I feel like maybe I accidentally entered the room once because you, you don't know where it is. If you've never seen it, right. you've never been there. It's like the uh, you know those, uh, what are those, those those hologram pictures where it's two-dimensional and you stare, you go, "I don't see anything." And then eventually it's "woo there's this whole image. I feel like it's maybe something like that, yes. and maybe yes. it took a, a month of this five weeks before kind of touching on that. And maybe it's going to take another six months or something before I just really get into it. But besides the really transcendent part, which I can see is there, and I'm just kind of working towards it, uh, there is a feeling I get now every day of being calmer, of almost having greater control over my mind. Mu- like I've, I feel like I've worked my mind like a muscle almost mm-hmm. in a certain way that mm-hmm. I now have much, I feel I have much more control over my reactions. Maybe things that would have angered me or ways that maybe someone said something to me and I would bite back. Right. Or I feel like I have a, a latency, an extra step there. Right. right. You know?
0: Right. You're not you're not as driven by the reactive mind.
1: Yes. You know, you have, you have
0: space. Yes, you, Freedom, right? It's right, all, yes. all about freedom you know, over my own you're mind, get yeah. freedom over your own mind, your own body, your own emotional reactions, because if we are uh, so attached to our thoughts, to our physical body, to our emotional reactions, we're, we're, we're essentially a slave. You know, where, where's your freedom? Where's your control in that? You don't have any. Yeah. Something else, even though it's part of you, but it's a part of you that you really can't control. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we can be slaves to lots of things, external things, but internal things. Remember, life is an inside job. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we've got to go inside and learn how to modulate these responses and it takes time, it yeah. takes practice, and this is just the beginning, because meditation it should not be something that we have to, okay, I'm going to go sit down and for seven minutes, ten minutes, I'm going to meditate. We have to start there. But ultimately, life is a meditation. Mm-hmm. All of life. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to have that reactive mind, that reactive body, that re- those reactive emotions governing and driving us minute by minute, right. 24-7. Well, of course, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so... Ultimately, this process has to become something that's internalized and just becomes who we
1: are right now uh, who we are would you say that at the beginning like now i'm at i I know you kind of just said the exact opposite of what i 'm going to ask you, but <laughs> eventually it becomes the you know the whole practice of life right, but as a beginning kind of practitioner of this, i'm at like seven minutes right what would you think would be the uh, maybe try to get to 20 minutes every morning or I mean I don't want to sit and be ripping off hour-long meditation sessions every morning but you know is it you know like 20 minutes away to I know the TM people say 20 or I don't know at what point does it become obsessive or excessive
0: or you know there are people who have done meditation you know 20 minutes a day an hour a day two hours a day for 20 or 30 years and have not necessarily derived from that what they expected Okay. They, and, and I think it's because they were trying too hard. They were being yeah. so slavish, so determined to do it right yeah. that they, they lost the essence of it. Mm-hmm. And the essence of it is to be fully present in the present moment where you're not driven by your thoughts by your physical body and by your emotions. Mm-hmm. In other words, you have transcended attachment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. And and, to, and it, it, if that takes you two minutes, if that takes you twenty minutes, whatever it takes is okay. And and it's not circumscribed by okay between this time and that time. I'm going to be in this state. I'm going to you might say I'm going to practice at this it's like you say you're lifting weights okay I'm going to exercise I'm going to lift my weights for the next 10 or 20 minutes but you may notice that all day long because you've been lifting that weight now that your muscles are better developed it's happening all the time right and that's what we want you know we have these little bursts of periods where we're practicing we're training but it's training for something right and the something is your entire life <laughs> it's, okay All right. Good. Yeah, that's what really
1: matters is your entire existence yeah. um it, it's 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 uh it's funny i i'll, I'll sit there and i go in this room in the morning and I have a nice little kind of calm room with like nice windows in the house so again the sun comes in and the whole bit and i'll sit down And I'll, you know, start meditating. And then the moment you kind of start getting into it, you're paying attention to your breathing, your eyes are closed. Then, in a weird way, the, the outside world gets louder, Mm-hmm. Right now I can hear the bus going all the way the, down the street, right? Now I can hear my dog scratching in the yeah, far yeah. reaches of yeah. the that
0: That's room. called attending to the gestalt. You know, okay. you have figure and ground, right? Okay. You know, what's in the foreground and then what what's in the background? You know, what's figure and what, what's background? And as you become more kind of... Uh, uh, in, in this space of freedom where you're not so attached to what's happening on in your own immediate perceptions, then what's in the background may suddenly reappear right, yeah. even louder. Mm-hmm. And so th- so now it, it's almost like yin and yang again. You know, we, we, we have to learn how to take what's in the entire picture and then transcend it by including it as well. Mm. And so, Every time, for example, every time you hear a noise, you just say to yourself, oh that as I'm hearing that noise I'm, I feel my breath going even deeper and I'm becoming even more relaxed in other words you utilize you whatever is going it on it into you the... pull it into the session and use it as part of your meditation ah. I want to meditate on that helicopter flying over right now right. isn't that great what if I was in that helicopter what would the ground look like what would my house look like it right. would be just this little dot down there oh isn't that beautiful yeah. and then you kind of go off on a meditation on that Right. <laughs> you know. so you want to use everything that happens as part of your practice so there's no separation between you and what you're doing and what's occurring it's all
1: one now so with okay say the helicopter comes in i'm meditating and my whole my whole point is concentrating and removing the thoughts so on one hand i'm trying to put these thoughts into bubbles and take them away and then is it just as valuable if i chase some thoughts down the rabbit hole (laughs) <laughs> or you, you
0: can put the helicopter in the bubble, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's what I was yeah, thinking. By the right? way.
0: <laughs> and and remember, it's yin and yang. It's what's going on inside and what's occurring outside at the same time. Right. And it's the totality of all of that that creates a wholeness. And so meditation is not escaping away into some place only uh, it, it's embracing the entire world, but being more fully present and open and balanced as you do so. Okay. People who try, who have tried for many years to just get to this place where, oh, I'm blissed out and nothing will bother me, uh, it doesn't work. Wow. Okay. <laughs> good, it doesn't good. work. Uh, where, whereas taking what's naturally occurring in you and the environment and just being with it but without, but getting to the point where you aren't so reactive anymore, that's the work. Ah, okay. That's the work. All right, all right. Yeah, it's not escaping. Where are we, we going to escape to? There's no place to go.
1: Yeah. We're here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> be here now. Right. It's kind of funny. So I, I'll, I'll talk to like friends or whatever, and I'll be like, um, you know, I've been, you know, I'm sitting down having a beer, and I'm like, I've been doing this meditation. This, you know, and it's like, uh you you almost have to approach it like "Eh, you know like you know it's it's almost a weird thing people are almost put off by it or like like that's i that's freaky that's i don't know what that is or that sounds (laughs) tedious or that sounds difficult or that's a and it's like oh i've been doing this thing and it's great i just do it for this amount of time a day and it's just simple and it's it's very life-changing and it's great and people go uh-huh like they they, they no. look at me skeptically like what, what's you know.
0: tedious and, and difficult is um not not going with the flow and not changing yes. and being uh em- emotionally and physically and and psychically re- re- stuck and reactive yes. your entire life right. now that's tedious
1: right. <laughs> exactly so yeah it's kind of funny it's like you know they you know because I think a, a lot there's there's some people and they embrace spirituality and stuff like that and they do it in a way where it's almost it becomes um, part of their uh, image. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And I yes. think there's a lot of people that do a very bad service. Too. Because people practice Eastern stuff, because a lot of times people go, oh, I'm into this Eastern thing, man, I'm so cool, and blah, 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 blah. Right,
0: and they walk around all day, they're using, you know, special terminology. And, and they got their beads. And they're, and they're and...
1: wearing certain things,
0: and yeah. it, it, it's almost like they're, they're, they're playing at it. You know, it reminds me of Halloween. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and, and I think, that, and, and, and when, I think, yeah. When
0: it's nothing, it's nothing special. Yes. Uh, but yet it's the most special thing there is at the mm-hmm. same time. Yes. Uh, and it's invisible. But yet, it's palpable. You can feel it. You know when you're in the flow. You know when you're not attached to your thoughts and your emotions and your body. You know it because you feel so enlivened and so enriched. Yeah. And so, uh, it, it, in fact, they're, they're, remember what Lao Tzu said in the first chapter of the Tao Te Ching the Tao that can be spoken is not the eternal Tao. There are literally no words for this state yeah. of being. We can allude to it, but we, can't, we should
1: not confuse our words with it. Well, that's it can how only be experienced. That's how it's tough to know if you're doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if there's no words to really kind of define the experience or whatever, and it's it's not like, you know, you, you go to the vending machine, you put your quarter in, you get out your candy bar. You know what you came for. You know what you're expecting. You know what you get. This yeah, well, is not it.
0: Yeah, well, actually, I think there is a way to know. What's that old saying, you know, by the fruit of their labors, you shall know them? Oh, yeah. uh, Yes. Is that in the Bible or someplace? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But... See, you're, you've been getting the fruit. You're, you're, no, you're noticing that you're less reactive, you're more calm, you can wait. Things that would bother you aren't as much. See, that, See that's the evidence that you're doing it correctly. Yeah, it's true, because yeah. Because you're, you're, it's bearing fruit. And that's the way to tell how anything is really working in your life. Is it bearing fruit? Are you getting what you need from it? Are you being enriched? Are you becoming more alive yeah. and more grounded, mm. more stable? More able to just be here now, fully present in the moment. If th- if that's happening, you're doing great.
1: Right. Well, it's like the uh, ever desireless one sees the mystery. Yes. Ever desiring, desiring one, one sees the manifestation. Right. And yes. having a desire of a certain outcome or whatever, I'm, I'm missing it in a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. But being desireless, then. Oh, it's, you just told me. I said, I, you know, how do I know if I know what I'm getting at it? I just told you two minutes ago, I feel this, and I feel this, and I feel this. And I, this and I go, I don't know if I'm getting at it. That, that, such is the human mind. All right.
0: right? See, if, we, if you're not paying careful attention, you can miss it. Right. <laughs> Even so, though the evidence is obviously there.
1: Or if I'm not paying attention, I might just figure out that I've got it, you know, right? <laughs> but, ugh. See Joe. So you wanted to talk a little bit about on this show before we get to the Dao De Jing. A little more on Yin and Yang. We left we left some some material on the table last time. <laughs> I think it's such a, a huge concept. Yes,
0: all of Daoism, uh, much of it can be. Uh, subsumed under the concepts of yin and yang, and we could spend several years, I'm sure, as people have spent many centuries Mm -hmm. discussing yin and yang and have not exhausted the subject, and we shall not today. Yes. However, as we all know that lately, just looking around the country and looking around the world, Uh, We see, I see, you see, we all see uh, evidence of things way out of balance. Uh, There's so much uh, war and decadence and injustice and violence and people flipping out and freaking out and doing just bizarre, crazy, outrageous things. Uh, where, where is all that uh, coming from and where's the balance in all of that yeah uh, obviously we're far from being balanced on many many levels
1: now now, now dr. Carl would, would you say it was funny I was having a, a there was a conversation I was having with somebody who had listened to uh, this show mm-hmm. and one of his I don't know what he one of his criticisms of Taoism maybe you can enlighten me on this or maybe it's part it wraps into yin and yang well is that there's a certain part of the human which is you know the how we evolved and there's parts of us that are still a bit violent savage uh, there's parts of that that are kind of a natural part of humanity right now would you say that lots in lots of the places that ways that there's war And, you know, just random mass killings throughout the country. Is that part of our normal nature? Are are we maybe just in balance expressing this or are we out?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I I think that many, many people have a very difficult time understanding what their nature, what human nature really is all about. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we have been raised in a certain way, um, what goes into creating a human being, anyway? There, there are genetic influences. There are uh, biological influences. There are psychological and emotional, social, social yeah. uh, communication, relational things that happen from relationships. Things that happen in our in our lineage, in our family, in our family of origin. All of these influences. Con- help condition who we are mm-hmm. and then all of that takes place in the context of the society that we're in right and the sub societies that we're in and here in the united states with people from all over the world with all sorts of practices and traditions and attitudes and religions and philosophies we are really in a hodgepodge mm. of many many different things mm-hmm. and a lot of these things don't necessarily mesh together very well. Or we as individuals or as groups or collectives don't necessarily assimilate and balance that very well.
1: And the lack of that is what leads to the violence or... and, and,
0: And the lack of that and the fact that I think that we're so busy just surviving a lot of the times that we aren't doing kind of what you were talking about earlier, taking time to just sit back and just be present with yourself to really get kind of a a, a handle on wh- what wh- where are my thoughts going right now what, what 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 am i emotionally attached to right now what are all these feelings that i'm experiencing what are they driving me you know to do now you of course being a nice uh, well-balanced mentally healthy individual uh, uh, when, ask when my wife <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. when, when even when you get off kilter a little bit your your natural or unnatural tendency is not to go out and uh, uh, put a knife in someone no. or pick up a gun and go into a school and start shooting people. No, no. But there are other people not quite as balanced as you. Uh, see that they don't have a filter between their raw, primitive thoughts and emotions and their behavior. Right. And so they just they'll just act this stuff out. Right. And so. If there's a concept of sin, which, of course, is, I think, in every spiritual or religious path, sin is uh, harming others. It's really being not uh, kind and not not, uh, nurturing in your uh, personal and social and behavioral interactions with others, but being violent and uh, crude in those relationships. So if there's a sin of commission, which obviously look around, there are, yeah. I, I think that if we're going to talk about this from the perspectives of yin and yang, there are also sins of omission. Right. There, there are things that we are not fully uh, activating, uh, expressing, uh, putting into practice that then in the vacuum allow all of these other things that's acting out to take place. Ah, okay. And I think that that's another place where meditation is so valuable because that's when we discover our inner resources, uh, parts of ourselves that have kind of slipped under the radar because yeah. we've been so busy doing and thinking. We missed all of this really rich portions of ourselves where at the deepest level we understand the single most important thing Two understand, which is that there's no separation. Uh-huh. That ultimately we're all in this together, we're all in the same universe, we're all in the same solar system, we're all in on the same planet Earth, breathing the same air, experiencing the same thoughts, emotions, feelings, and yet we have we've created artificially so many things that divide us along ethnic, racial, political, uh, economic uh, lines mm-hmm. and so there's always another and whenever when we see other individuals as the other and don't see our common humanity then it becomes very very easy to, to begin to
1: act out violently, act out or...
0: violently to, degr- to want to degrade something that we see as separate from ourselves mm-hmm. and that to me is uh, socially and economically and politically our major problem Hmm. this division into and demonizing of the other, when actually we're so much more alike than yeah. different. Yes, definitely. We really are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. At a deep, at every level, physiologically, you know, we all have the same type of brain waves. You know, our, our minds and bodies and emotional processing apparatus all work pretty much the same, but it's what we're doing with that that uh, separates and challenges us. And so I think that if we're going to try to help society change direction, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we need to have some practices, such as meditation and talking about things like what's this Tao all about, right. you know, to, 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 to give us some tools, some resources to move forward. Because I think that right now we're stuck, uh, and many, many levels we're stagnant. And in Chinese medicine, stagnation leads to...
1: Disease, Disease, ill health, yeah,
0: imba- Ill, Ill health, and I think that the world right now is kind of stagnant and stuck in, a, in, in an ill health position because we have not learned how to transcend and see the big picture. Yeah, you know, you know, in in history, the most exciting times were when we had what a Renaissance, right, where, where everybody seemed to be thinking at a at a higher level, and then you see literature evolve, art. Music, science, everything kind of rises to a really high level because people are not just squabbling among themselves. And instead, there's something, there's, there's I'd say, a a greater good, a higher goal. And I think that this greater good and this higher goal is what we're just desperately missing right now. And each of us, I think, needs to really search our souls and say, again, why are we here? Where, Where are we going? Mm. And 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 if, if the answers to that are not to our liking, then I think it's incumbent upon us to really uh, dig deep and find the answers. I'm not saying that I know all the answers, that anyone has all the answers. But collectively, if we realize our common humanity and really begin to express what's known as unity consciousness, mm-hmm. and that links all of us, then i think it's much much easier to find this 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 higher good that really permeates um, human striving for the last several thousand years right yeah you know because right now we're we're in we're in, we're dipping yeah. <laughs> we've dipped we're going the opposite <laughs> direction of yeah. where we're, we're, yeah. we're 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 there, we're we're devolving to some extent yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, it, it's costing us uh, dearly Remember, unity and love is the heart of all true spiritual paths. Mm-hmm. And anything that um, uh, uh, avoids deviates that, or deviates yeah. from that, uh, to me, is not a true spiritual path. Mm-hmm. It's something that someone has just kind of created in their brain right. <laughs> uh, to try to justify uh, and excuse some of their own misbehavior.
1: Right, yeah, definitely. Definitely. People, I, there's the old saying uh, God hates the same people we do. <laughs> right and there's a lot of people that happen to be bigoted or prejudiced and they use their religion to justify that kind of behavior right yes. like two people could be of the same kind of uh, religious mind like there there are many uh i'd say people who are christian and some of them are like god takes care of those you know who take care of themselves screw those people right <laughs> and then there's some people that go oh i'm christian i'm going to be loving and give and that's all i can do is give you know what i'm saying there's there's you know what I'm saying? There's some people their their, their idea of, of, of Christ is a warrior, and I'm going to run out there with my submachine gun. And there's other people that see it as a the person of peace. And you know what I'm saying? It's uh, the the, uh, it, it, the loaves and the fishes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it just it just becomes a, a man it, that own person's own soul and their own needs, wants, and desires, and projecting religion onto that. Yes instead of following maybe the the truth of it or yeah
0: unity unity consciousness uh as as embodied and emboldened with love is what uh, is is the true path mm-hmm. in 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 all uh, authentic spiritual traditions mm-hmm. and if we deviate from that well, we've deviated right oh yeah. we've deviated and there's a lot of deviants in this world yes. right now <laughs> there are plenty <laughs> and and so uh I think the purpose of these podcasts is to remind ourselves and to remind our listeners that, uh, you know, we, we, we each of us, at some level, we already know. We know. But we have to find what we know. Because it's easy to miss. Right. You know, because we, get, we we're too busy. We're so busy doing and acting and thinking. And uh, the media, of course, is is notorious for conditioning us to believe that, oh, I I need to get this, and I need to have that, you know. And so we're either being kind of motivated to buy something, or we're being distracted from uh, really greater teachings and knowings that we really could be doing. As I often tell people, why are you here?
1: Is it just to um, make
0: money and pay your bills? Is that Mm -hmm. why you're here? I I think not.
1: It's funny, I... I I, I work in advertising, you know, during my n- normal uh, life, and it's it's so funny because the things that you read, because you read a lot of books on uh, manipulation and trying to get you know get people to buy something, get people to get turned on to a product, all these things, and I I almost kind of. Call it the dark arts because <laughs> it's not, uh, you know, it's the, the, the manipulation techniques and stuff that people use through advertising. And I, I'm coming to the point where I'm not necessarily proud of knowing these things.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that I would hope that many of our listeners would be able to achieve is that, that, that ability to discern, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to see what's being done to you. Because if you, if you can see, you know, the, the, the man behind, behind the curtain, yes. so to speak. there is a man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. and, and that the emperor really does not have any clothes on. Oh, he has none. <laughs> uh, then it's much more difficult for you to be manipulated that way and to have your, uh, essentially have your mind, your will controlled by external forces. That only really care about getting your money <laughs> and the Dow <laughs> and your
1: vote, <laughs> think, yeah. And I think the Dow calls people. Uh, I, I think sorry, I'm adjusting my thing. I think that the Dow calls people to find this inert power. Yes, and 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 tries yes. to point them to to this inert power, which I think uh, the the stronger you become, the more resistant you are to. Uh, forces out there that are trying to manipulate you. Yes. Uh, the, the the more that you can see that you you can uh, distinguish the wheat from the chaff of life. Yes. Right. And, and there's the you know the chaff, but there's also w- w- once you understand uh, and strengthen that then you can fully embrace the good, appreciate it more, and accentuate Absolutely. it right? In, yes. in, in your own life. It's not just avoiding the bad. No. It's amplifying the good. Absolutely. and Absolutely.
0: And, and it's, a, it's hearing that inner voice that each of us has. Uh, again, wh- wh- who are you, really? And, and, wh- and what are you, you going to do with this knowing, this getting in touch with who you are? Where are you going to take that? What are you going to ultimately create. You know, each human being has within them the capability to be one with the Tao, part of the creative process. Mm -hmm. And to the extent that remember, I talked about we need a, a new renaissance. Yeah. Well, if everybody was in, into finding their own creative essence and expressing that, voila, it would be here.
1: Right. It oh, would yeah. be here. It would just manifest. You know. Boom. Yeah. Uh,
0: but if you're being uh, manipulated, dominated, uh, controlled, sold products, if if, if that's what your uh, existence is about, uh, there's no creat, there's no room, there's no space, you know, for any creativity there. Yeah. There's no place for you to be fully present. Here in the moment, uh, you're too busy uh, being distracted or being uh, seduced to either spend your money or vote for someone yeah. <laughs> who's then going to take your money and spend it.
1: <laughs> so, you know, the Dow the calls somebody to be that rebel in a way and not necessarily a rebel that's here to uh, upturn, society, possibly maybe upturn society, but one that's it's there to, to, to see it for what it is. And to have that clarity through building that inner strength yes. and you know ability to see that, um, I'm going to say here we are getting a little late in this show because we've hit on some wonderful things to get to today's chapter of the Tao Dai Jing. So what we can do is next show we could do a double feature, we could do two chapters, one show <laughs> next week and cue the music. <laughs> on what's this DAO all about. Thank you uh, for speaking with me today, CJO. And thank you. All right.